The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network. sure we're all set up and good to go here josh is lit up so we're good yeah i think so just trying to make sure our facebook feed is live it's live i'm looking at it awesome um mike is highlighted so that means it's it's good right i hit the lock button yeah let me look (laughs) looks good okay cool yeah so welcome back to our culture insanity podcast episode number five it's landmark moment it's like our fifth year anniversary it's our fifth episode (laughs) So, um, some big, (laughs) it's going to be one of those again. It's going to be one of those podcast episodes because it's been a, another heavy couple weeks of, um, breaking news stories, whether it be related to pop culture or otherwise, but definitely pop culture. Um, so just FYI for, um, those people that want to know what we're talking about ahead of time. Um, there's not going to be a ton probably of, um, like spoiler alert type stuff as far as TV, movies, music or whatever, comic books, but, um, we might end up dabbling into like some stranger things or some Thor or some maybe mind hunters again. Cause I know Josh finally started watching it and loves it. Yep, so, I did. um, just an FYI, maybe some of those, but other than that, it's going to be, um, pretty heavy on other, um, subjects so nothing to worry as always if there is uh, a spoiler you know the sound right so well without further ado i guess episode five so i mean the elephant in the room again is the ever-growing um list of victims (laughs) and right I guess if you want to call them the victims, but yeah, so started with, um, Harvey Weinstein or as your dad pointed out earlier, really started kind of with Bill Cosby, you know, a few years ago. Um, but for all intents and purposes, started with Harvey Weinstein. We're a little hot. Something's thanks. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I appreciate the compliment. Um, um, started with Harvey Weinstein, um, now we're into Kevin Spacey. Now the new allegations, though, against Kevin Spacey. Eight people who work on House of Cards reportedly accusing the star of sexual harassment, saying it created a toxic work environment. ABC's Lindsay Davis is here with more on that. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Robin. These eight people are all coming forward anonymously, saying they fear retribution. But yes, they describe the set of House of Cards as a toxic environment for young men who had to interact with Spacey in any capacity. Wow. Yeah, so that was the big one in the last two weeks. Um, Kevin Spacey has been—he um, was what was a Star Trek actor, Michael Michael Rapp or Anthony Rapp? Anthony Rapp. Anthony I think Rapp. Anthony Rapp. Of uh, Rappaport, Michael Rappaport. Yeah, the really loud comedian. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Anthony Rapp, who's on Star Trek Discovery right now, mm-hmm. probably has had you know a relatively small career in the business 
other other than that. But no, in fact, he's huge in um, uh, Broadway, and he's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, relatively small. I compared to Kevin Spacey. There we go. <laughs> so Anthony Rapp, you know, came out and said when he was 14 years old, Kevin Spacey basically forced himself on onto him, and um, since then it's been just a onslaught of people coming out and speaking against Kevin Spacey. The news clip just talked about you know um, his presence on the set of House of Cards um, being like a toxic work environment, and he's you know um, sexually. Um, imposing himself on people whether like physically or otherwise um what's up our feed is uh i know i noticed that it's horizontal was it like that from the beginning nope. yeah but it wasn't like that earlier with the other one so interesting I okay so what we're gonna do is you're gonna keep talking and i'm gonna kill the facebook feed <clears throat> and then start it again sorry facebook people sorry guys um yeah so started started with um Kevin Spacey and Anthony Rapp coming out. Um, since then, you know, multiple people have come out. Since all this started happening, Kevin Spacey himself decided now it was a good time conveniently to come out as a gay man and um, choosing to live his life that way, as he put it. So, um, yeah, faced a lot of backlash over the way in which he did that. Basically pleased no parties. Um, a lot of people in the the gay community and, you know, outspoken um actresses even were like dude not cool <laughs> not a cool thing to do by hiding behind this or using it as an excuse or whatever for you know sexually assaulting a young child um so, i mean the list goes on kevin spacey has since been <sighs> a lot i mean he's since been uh netflix first they halted all productions with kevin spacey then they said we are um, we're done. We're basically washing our hands with Kevin Spacey. Um, so the show was in a was at a free is at a standstill. Now they're saying it will go on at least for the final season. Um, we're just without Kevin Spacey. So sorry, you know, big House of Cards fans, because you're losing Kevin Spacey. So it'll be interesting to see how they tie that up. But I mean, the backlash has just been huge on on Kevin Spacey. Um, he was. Slated, slated to be in a movie. There's supposed to be a movie coming out next month, um, based on John Paul Getty called All the Money in the World. Where, yeah, I mean it's coming out second week of December or something. Since all this news broke, now they're saying they're they're basically pulling all of his, uh, Kevin Spacey's scenes from the movie. They've recasted Christopher Plummer in the role, and now they're having to call back other actors. Mark Wahlberg and actresses to basically do all their reshoots while still maintaining their current like release date for that movie. So, I mean, if you're a Kevin Spacey's fan, um, I mean, basically we were Kaiser Sosaid. We were Kaiser Sosaid. So it's really, really kind of crazy. I mean, great actor, but damn, <laughs> uh, he's he's basically ruined i mean i don't i don't really know uh how how you bounce back from something like this um so 
we have Kevin Spacey, we have Brett Ratner now um, in the last week and a half or something being accused. Munn, meanwhile, said that Ratner masturbated in front of her when she visited him on the set of the 2004 movie he directed, After the Sunset. Munn was new to Hollywood when she had her experience with Ratner and was asked to drop off some food in his trailer as a favor. She was under the impression that he wouldn't be there, but he was. He walked out with his belly sticking out, no pants on, shrimp cocktail in one hand, and he was furiously masturbating in the other, Munn told the Times. Shrimp cocktail in one hand and furiously masturbating in the other. So there's some visual for you that you probably didn't want, but... Yeah, it's quite the news clip. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, um, those Aussies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, so Kevin Spacey, Brett Ratner, um, yesterday night... Louis C.K., mm -hmm. probably the biggest comedian currently in the world, maybe rivaled by Kevin Hart or something. Sure. Biggest stand-up comedian. Um, was accused of it by a few anonymous, or at least one anonymous, and the other one maybe not. I don't remember. It was like one anonymous out of five. Yeah. And then four of them were... Like... Louis C.K., Jeremy Piven, um, who's always <laughs> been um, kind of known as like the ladies' man, you know, um, in... That circle, I guess. Mariah Carey's bodyguard? I think I, yeah, I think I saw that. Bodyguard accused Mariah Carey of assault, sexually assaulting him. Andy Dick. Um, his is interesting because he basically, like, makes no qualms about it. Like, this is who I am, you know? I've yeah. always kind of been this way, but now it's a thing. The so Andy people, Dick one I find kind of weird. It's a famous thing. But the point I'm making is big names, like, lots of big names. Um... I already said, Brett, Steven Seagal. By the way, I text messages your dad about that. He said, <laughs> your, boy, your boy's going down. That's funny. Steven Seagal is being accused. I can't remember who. I think it was like a famous, um, somebody somebody famous that came out against him. But Steven Seagal being another one. Um, Ed Westwick, who's not huge, but he was on Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. I was going to say One Tree Hill. But man, I mean, in the list. He's on a Netflix show, right? Ed Westwick? Yeah, yeah, he's in uh, I don't know what it's called. But yeah, it's a Netflix but show I where mean, they sell windows. It's literally like every other day at best, someone new is coming out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, to the point where, and Josh, you brought this up earlier in the week, where it's like if you, if you open your news app or, you know, whatever you're, you're using to, you know, stay current and updated on what's going on in the world. But... You see someone's face and you're like, oh no, mm -hmm. you know, like it, that's where we're at. That's mm -hmm. where we're at. And, you know, same thing with like the shootings, you know, you see something and you're like, oh crap, was there another shooting or bombing or right, right. terrorists, anything, you know? Um, but what a, what a sad, um, what a sad state we're in. Like what, what do you make of all, all of that? I mean, it's crazy and it's not going away. I mean... Yeah, I have to formulate my other thought on it, but <clears throat> I mean, I, I think that <clears throat> I think that the attention and I didn't. Sorry, to interrupt you. Like, I was noticing it before we started recording today. Like, I'm looking at like you know what we got on our outline for today's episode, and it's like, man, this isn't gonna be like the funnest episode. Like, yeah. we're not exactly getting to talk about all the fun stuff, you know? Right. Because. Even though it's there, like, this other stuff is just so um, overbearing. Like, not overbearing, but it's completely overshadowing everything else. Right, right. Overshadowing right. everything else. 
So <clears throat> it's crazy, and it's not going away. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> My, I mean, I think it's good that there is attention being given to the things, you know, that need to be given. Um, but I think that we are in a dangerous territory. Let me just take Andy Dick, for example. Um, he has never been shy about being right. this persona. And he, I, he's just not... Wow, I didn't realize, there's this really hot microphone or something. Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, the game needs to be turned down. Both? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think... Yeah. But uh, he's never been shy about the persona that he has. It's, it's who he is, and... You know, it's like if if people took a serious um, issue with him before, why didn't they speak up about it yeah. until now? I don't I saw, know. I saw something about Howard Stern too. Howard Stern is being accused of something. Howard's yeah. Somebody was saying that Howard Stern made them do something, you know, something terrible. Come but, on. But when you look at like that's who Howard Stern is. He yeah, makes no so qualms about that. There's a difference. I don't know. This is, I don't know how to say this without probably offending somebody, but there's a difference between that and Kevin Spacey yep. s- physically, like, getting on top of a, right. somebody, you know? Like, right. And, yeah, like, I don't know, for anyone that follows our, our blog, like, w- I think the Andy Dick thing was posted on there, but he's, he yeah, what Josh just said, Andy Dick was like, yeah, this has always kind of been who I am. You know, I like, I'm flirtatious by nature and, you know, I'll kiss you on the cheek or whatever and right. might lick you because that's my like way of being funny. But right. now I guess it's sexual assault and I can face a lot of consequences for those kinds of behaviors now. Right. And so it's just, and, and you're not safe 20 years ago, you know, like right. people are pulling incidents right. from, you know, way back when. And, and, and I mean, like I just said, like, how does Kevin Spacey bounce back from something like this? Yeah, I mean... Like, his name is being dragged through the mud. I don't... For, for good reason, right? Uh, like For good reason, but I, I don't think that he can't bounce back from it. And the reason why is because there's... But, well, I mean, Bill Cosby right now. Bill Cosby, you say Bill Cosby and people think, that freaking weirdo, you know? Like, despite decades of, you know, career... Okay, career, let's let's take Paul Rubens. Okay, Pee Wee Herman? Pee Wee Herman, okay. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, he got in trouble for masturbating, masturbating. in public. In a, right? in a, like a, a porn theater or something, right? Right, right. Yeah. And it destroyed his career, but now he's huge again. Yeah. See, I think the issue is you're, you're going through a redefinition of what it is to be a man, and that has to do with a redefinition of what it is to be a human being. And <clears throat> so these, these people... And when I say these people, I'm not referring to the victims. I'm referring to um, the media, basically, um, is proffering what appears to be some sort of agenda, a witch hunt, mm. like a like a McCarthyism witch hunt. And this isn't to say that those those metaphorical witches don't exist, um, don't exist. But for me, what I don't understand is why they take issue with it, mm. because they don't believe that people are significant in the way that we do. You yeah. know, they don't believe that people are made in the image of God and therefore there's certain rights that people have that can be defined and can be violated and thus 
they can take issue when somebody violates those rights. Instead, they believe that the rights are defined by the individual based on how the individual is feeling and so on and so forth. Well, that puts us in a very chaotic state because mm. in the industry, which had defined those things as a male-driven chauvinistic um, thing, these men were defining those rights. But now every single area of humanity is being redefined, starting with, um, <clears throat> you know, what what sort of sex you can have to what sort of sex you are to whether there is a sex. Uh, and so you have. Yeah, this... I was listening to your guys podcast last night, the school thing in Salem. Right. Having to report kids that are sexually active like what does that say right. what in, does that mean what is salem kaiser are you sure you want that like right the right. damage and consequences that'll yeah yeah and so there's this there's this identity <clears throat> thing that's that's happening and, and i think people are going to the only place that people can go unless they get in touch with the fact that there is a universal standard for how we should treat each other the only place that people can go is that there is no universal standard and once that happens why shouldn't a person be yeah. able to be that way? Yeah. Andy Dick is just being real. Hmm. Howard Stern is just being real. The issue, you're going to hear it from me first, okay? Here we go. Mark my words. Here we go. In 20 years, the issue with Kevin Spacey will not be that he did those things. The issue with Kevin Spacey will be that he did those things and hid it. Hmm. That he lied about it. Hmm. And all of these people... They should have just been honest. And you look at you look at people who are honest and you're really not getting the backlash. Yeah. Hmm. Are you referring to like Louis C.K.? No, well, no, but he I mean he wasn't honest about it. Now sure, he's he still, now yeah. he's being honest about it. But no, I'm talking about people like Andy Dick or Howard oh, Stern. Yeah. It's expected of them. Hmm. It's mm -hmm. expected of them. What their their issue is that masculinity is being redefined. Pretty soon, that's not even going to be an issue because we're going to say that there is no such thing as masculinity, that masculinity is something that's just defined by the culture, and then the culture gets to redefine that as time goes on. So, And, and I really don't think that our culture, our culture meaning uh, Western Americanized culture, I don't think we're going to come up with a um, universal concept. What's interesting to me in terms of the whole sexuality thing, um, and I was, I was listening a female's take on this and in, and in another podcast I listened to uh, earlier in the week, but, um, so like a, a woman and obviously I should add before I start, like you and I don't agree with this even, let me just say it, whatever. Okay. So a female, okay. a female's in a, in a bar and you know, a belligerent man like comes up to her and is like all over her, you know, and maybe like touches her butt or her boob or something sure. like that. That's just been a thing, you know, like that's, that's just what happens in those kinds of settings. And that's a natural consequence. And, you know, it's, it's gross and you brush it off as, oh, you creep, get off me or, you know, whatever. But then you forget about it and you go on, you know, whatever with your day. Um, <clears throat> obviously like we don't agree with that behavior either, but, right. but even so like, where's, where do these people like draw the line? You know, these people that are like leading the witch hunts, if you will, like Rose McGowan or whatever her name is, like she's seems to be at the forefront of, you know, the voice of the people or the victims, right? Right. So like I don't know, it's just confusing. I, I don't think that they I don't think they can draw the line because the image of God that's within them feels violated. Hmm. 
and it should feel violated. But because they refuse to recognize that it's the image of God within them and not a societal standard Mm -hmm. that defines what's right, they're going to exist in a state of cognitive dissonance. Boom, I was about to say it. And that's, that's what it is. And when you exist in a state of cognitive dissonance and you're unable to attach properly with people, then you build these maladjusted residuals, which become maladaptive behaviors. And that's what's going to happen. And they're going to become the monster that they take issue with, hmm. you know, either them or their children. It's not to say that they are unreasonable in taking issue with it. I think that they are reasonable, but they don't have a basis for, for, for having that issue. And that's going to turn into a level of paranoia. And, and the reason why I feel so confident about that is because we've seen it in the church. Like we've seen the church talking about um, <clears throat> the viral vigil, Jasmine's podcast. And we talked a little bit about that during that. We've seen that in the church where the church has taken um, uh, stances uh, and due to the social the social nature of the church, um, has created an environment where those where they can be hypocrites but still hold that that stance. And what happens is that they eventually degrade into um, power mongering and monsterish behavior, hmm. you know, and giant hypocrites. So, I, I it's I think that's what's going to happen. Um, it's a scary time. Yeah. On that note, like, <clears throat> there's that article that came out. And I don't know, I don't even know, like, how how long ago this picture was taken, but that, that one with Ellen DeGeneres, you know, mm-hmm. um, looking at Katy Perry. Oh, like, with uh, looking at her boobs? It's like staring, her like, breasts, closely yeah. at her breasts, and it's mm-hmm. like, how is this okay? But, you know, it, right. it's pr- it's purporting a certain type of behavior or whatever. And, right. Um, yeah, like, I don't know where I was going with that, but, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, at a certain point, it has to be okay i'm thinking back to maybe our first podcast maybe with um is it it's not mel blank mel, mel brooks. brooks mel brooks where he was talking yeah. about comedy right yeah. walking the line right at a, at a certain point you have to be able to give grace for people behaving badly and you have to be discerning enough to understand when a person has just made a poor choice mm. versus a person has made an egregious error yeah you know? So, yeah. Well. And, and people have to have a thick skin about it. Mm-hmm. How, like, I'm thinking about my relationship with my wife. It's like, <laughs> how many times have I misinterpreted something that she has said or myself said something just a completely wrong way? Imagine if she was to call that um, either sexual harassment or, um, I don't know, like uh, 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 verbal abuse or, or anything like that, when really I'm just a person trying to work out what's going on. Now, again, I'm making a distinction. I want to be very clear about that. Making a distinction between the Kevin Spaceys of the world. Sure, yeah, and, and the Andy Dix. And, well, Andy Dix kind of, he's he's and, aptly named. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a distinction between that and then, uh, you know, uh, what was I, re- I was just reading about somebody i don't know but and and your guy dustin hoffman no no and your guy who like you know looks at looks at a woman too long you know like because it's gonna become that like Mm -hmm. that guy looked at a woman too long and that's inappropriate and that's 
that's either it's either going to be that's manhood and that needs to be attacked and we need to write redefine that or that is not becoming of man and and so that's kind of like redefine what that is we're we're hungry creatures you know again i'm not talking about those people that have sure. abused yeah. their hunger and but we are really taking a step down the wrong right the wrong. but we are hungry creatures by nature it's natural for us to observe to make fun of to to uh, appreciate you know beauty uh, and to desire those things are natural to human beings we can't be phobic we can't be yeah. uh, paranoid about every little thing we have to give each other grace but I think it's gonna I think it's gonna d- deteriorate because those things aren't found those ideas aren't found outside of the idea of a personal universal mm-hmm. so yeah man all I'll say to that because I was thinking of it is to any guy listening to they know but yoga pants it's <laughs> just a messed up creation or a great creation I don't know <laughs> can it be both possibly can, just, I, you know don't act on it you know and don't don't obsess over it don't obsess don't act on it don't yeah I mean that's be, a real struggle it is it's a real struggle that's a real struggle <laughs> vulnerable but yeah. um yeah, I mean, I don't want to have to talk about this next episode. I know. I I mean, who knows where where it'll go, man? Like, it's not going away. Like I said, and big names and big names are keeping the. I I couldn't believe that. Uh, I mean, it's so bad right now for Kevin Spacey that, like I was mentioning, you were you were messing with the feed, but a movie coming out next month, big budget movie right. with big. Right. Big actors. He is being pulled from the movie. They're keeping right. the release date for this movie, and it's being like uh, touted as like an award contender right. too. Right. Now they're pulling their biggest name from the movie and just right. gonna reshoot everything. It's like whoa! Like that's wh- how far. That's where we are. Yeah, like that's how far it is. Like we do not want this person associated with this project right now because it will screw us. Yeah, I mean, it's I, crazy. I love that they're willing. To, go that far to do that for what appears to be a valid reason I, i'm not sure how much that has to do with the politics of things yeah versus <clears throat> them really finding this person to be of ill repute mm-hmm. again i ask myself if you don't believe in the concept that a person actually can be evil or can be corrupted and that your idea of good and evil simply comes from yourself. Then why are you judging him based on those standards? Then why do you care? Yeah, why do you care? Yeah. Ah, man. Okay, moving on. Yes, let's please do Helps, that. Please. Um, you saw this thing about Trump. Uh, I don't know. It's probably closer to two weeks ago now. But uh, that Twitter employee that went rogue. Yeah. That's wait, crazy. wait. You're talking about the one that deleted his like account? Blocked his or blocked account his account? For... Not the person that got fired for... Was that a Twitter? Maybe it wasn't Twitter. There's somebody who got fired. I think this Twitter employee obviously got fired. Well, they were quitting. It was like their last day. The, another person got fired for flipping off a presidential Oh, mo- dude, I saw motorcade. that. Yeah, yeah. And she put it as her Facebook profile picture and yeah. stuff. Like, so it's, it's like... Um, what was your point on that? You had a point on that. How it's affecting... Um, society like politics are affecting man i don't remember man i'll pull it up yeah i don't remember i in terms of the being 
uh, not fired, but or in terms of the being fired one where she flips off the person, my definite thought on that is where are we in terms of censoring freedom of speech? Censorship. That's what it had to do with. Okay. Yeah. So censorship. Yeah. You were talking yeah. about censorship. And it goes both ways, you know? So you have the one side where you're censoring freedom of speech of people who have the right to dissent. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other side where you're censoring freedom of speech of the, you know, of the higher ups, the, the proletariat, the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the president of the United States. Yeah. What a crazy, like what, and how ironic. Twitter stuck to their guns on that pretty good too. Like, yeah. In a time where it would have been very easy to like do that because Donald Trump is a polarizing figure to say the least. Right. You know, um, people like Twitter or things like Twitter or Facebook or whatever, they cave to those um, demands, you know. What's our Twitter? Is it just culture insanity? Yeah, culture insanity. Yeah. All right. That's our Twitter. Um, But yeah, like they've, they've stuck to their guns pretty well about being a platform for free, free speaking people. So. And they reprimanded that employee and, and so on and so forth. But man, people are, they're just, they're going rogue. It's the Wild West. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, again, if you have no compass. Yeah. No, no joke. That stuff is completely, um, you know, in, in the ecclesiastical authority of the church, that, you know, the church is very clear that we don't treat people like that. Speaking of, I mean, yeah. I've, I guess on the same lines, did you see the Mila Kunis thing? Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Too. So for those of you who don't know, Mila Kunis <clears throat> has been... Very attractive, by the way. Anyway, sorry, you distracted me by sorry. saying that. <laughs> she is. That was, that was probably sexual harassment. Yeah, I, careful. You know. Careful. Let's hope this doesn't get out to too many people. That's right. Uh, Mila Kunis has been making donations in Mike Pence's, Vice President mm-hmm. Mike Pence's name to Planned Parenthood. Mike Pence is obviously pro-life and, you know, whatever. So she's been making donations to Planned Parenthood in Mike Pence's name. And because of this, so she's a spokesperson for yeah, Jim Beam right. um, bourbon or whatever. She, too. like, walks through the barrels so now, all smoky and those cool commercials and they brand things. And yeah. She's like, in four years. Brands the barrels, yeah. And because of that, basically, like, liquor, like, a whole, you know, plethora of people like liquor store owners or people that push that product they right. basically said we're gonna drop your product unless you drop me lacunas yeah it's just it's i couldn't believe it. it's do, a, you, do you know what it did that happen or i don't know what the follow-up's been on that um, like if I'll they research it <laughs> come on mila mila stop doing that i know come on i don't know yeah i don't know what the follow-ups on that baby, but man that's like I mean, obviously, it's it's not cool on her part. Like, what is that? No, it's childish. Yeah, very childish. It's not cool on their part, but man, like, that's the power that like somebody has, though, you know. And she's a, so she's a spokesperson for that brand. So she makes a a personal and an emotional and a personal um, statement like that or act like that, and now it affects everything you touch, you know, like. Well, I mean, I think you have, you definitely have a cultural misunderstanding on her part. And it's kind of nice, honestly, to be able to see that. She did that on, didn't do that on, but she expressed that she had done that on The Tonight Show, right? With Jimmy Fallon? It was one of those night shows. Yeah, it was one of the late night shows. So she was bragging. Mm. 
And that's the thing. Mm. She was bragging that's about being, childish. yeah, she was bragging about being rebellious and she was doing that to an audience where she, you know, she thought she was, she thought she had them eaten out of the palm of her hand. And that kind of shows two things. It shows the mindset of people in her circle, you know, that, that really Hollywood, young Hollywood, um, and sort of that alt, was it alt left? Yes. Um, mentality, like, you know, they, they have the, they believe they have the majority voice, but really they do have the majority voice. They just don't, they, they have the minority opinion. Hmm. But so, but then you go out to the people who who drink across the, across the country, who are sitting there drinking Jim Beam and letting it age, and you know drinking their yeah, fine whiskey. Yeah, those kind of people, you know, not to stereotype, but right. those kind of people are usually not in line with her. Usually more <laughs> conservative, and yeah. and I think that that's a really good picture of what's going on. And but to me, the fact that she was bragging about it says something. The scripture has a passage talking about. Uh, people who the the foolishness of people who not only do evil but then uh brag about evil and and uh delight in people joining them in their evil um and clearly james four uh, very well could Close be yeah. your arrogant schemes yeah it could be something like that um there's multiple passages <clears throat> to that end but we'll go with that james four talks about that um but I mean, what's she talking about? She's bragging about making a donation to abort to abort children, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's that, the, the balls on that woman. <laughs> I know. You know? I know. But then not. But but it's nice. It's, it's in my mind. It's it's somewhat nice to hear that that arrogance is is being put down, um, because that you know, I think that that's I think that that's an, an important exercise of free enterprise hmm. is people speaking with their dollars hmm. so um terrible i just bad thought, form that's I, what that's what pastor monty would say bad tisk, form mila tisk tisk mila yeah tisk, tisk. you have chosen poorly Ugh. there it is we'll get a sound bite of that <laughs> yeah totally uh not to go back to it but i just saw the note and I, I made a note of it because it's crazy but back to the stupid topic at hand the big topic but this sexual assault problem has become so big that, I don't, I don't know if you saw, but the Los Angeles district attorney set up a special task force what? to deal with the just the onslaught, the onslaught of cases. taking in information. Yeah, so a special team of people dedicated, like uh, assistant district attorneys and stuff, have been assigned to, to a team to deal with it. Now, as a Law & Order fan... That's crazy. <laughs> as a Law & Order fan... There are two offshoots, two major offshoots of the Law and Order brand, right? There's major, there's there's major crimes, which is like a special, not no, no, sorry. There's major crimes, which is which is um, criminal intent. That was the show, Law mm -hmm. and Order, criminal intent, and that was the major crime scene. And they dealt with like Hollywood and and, and oh, really? big politics and things like mm -hmm. that. And then there's Law and Order SVU, which SVU. deals with sexual assault. So what I'm hearing right now is Law and Order, criminal intent. SVU. Well, let's see if we can do this. Law and Order. C-I-S-V-U. So it's Special Victims Unit, right? SVU. Yeah. Law and Order. Yeah. Law and Order Major Crimes 
Special Victims. Law and Order Major Special Victim Crime Unit. It'll be the law and order to lend all law and orders. That's right. Let's hope this thing never exists. The world doesn't need more <laughs> law and orders or CISs or NCISs. As long as they bring or, back Detective Gorin, played yeah. by the immaculately conceived and amazing. Immaculately conceived and amazing Vinny D? Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> Shout out to Vincent D'Onofrio. I know uh-huh. you're not listening. All right, I know you brought this next one up on on earlier or last night's rather uh, podcast on viral vigil, but um, the Will Wheaton thing, yeah, that one kind of hits close home to you. Yeah. So obviously we had this again another like tragic thing. We had the Texas shooting, and um, you know during times like this, which always kind of rubs me the wrong way, but yeah. people you know sending thoughts and prayers your way right. and so on and so forth. And what does that really mean to you know ninety percent? To people who people? don't believe in God, <laughs> yeah, or don't believe in so it kind of irks me prayer. a little bit. Yeah, but anyways, well, Wheaton came out and made a horribly insensitive tweet <laughs> in response to Mike uh, Pence. Say it ain't so, Will. In response to Mike Pence, who said you know something similar, our thoughts and prayers are with the families and in victims, Texas, yeah. you know, in Texas. And he was says something along the lines of, "Your thoughts and prayers don't mean crap, you know." Blah, blah, blah. Like something like, "Like where's your God if he doesn't?" Something that whether you believe or not, it was a very it probably pissed all parties Every, off. Everybody like, off, man. It was right. Yeah, what a crazy thing. I don't remember what were you guys talking about. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, just to reiterate, you can go back and listen to Viral Vigil episode six i think um you can yeah it's six uh you can go back and listen to that and listen to the full discussion but just to reiterate it again i don't understand where he gets off making a statement like that he said this the murdered victims were in a church if prayers did anything they'd still be alive you worthless sack of shit yeah, so there's, there's, yeah, wow. it's really disrespectful. There's a couple things. First of all, you would never, ever say that to somebody's face. Well, you never, ever say that to say uh, somebody who uh, just went if, through if a mosque. If a mosque was shot up, mm, never say that. That's right. Right? That's what you were talking about. So there's that. But second of all, it is a logical fallacy, of course. The, the idea that because there's suffering, um, you that know, for God the, is not, is know, not there. Yeah. That's, it's a logical fallacy. It doesn't compute, especially if you consider that Christians right out the gate have been being killed and still are to this day in multiple different countries. The, the, the concept of Christianity is based on the concept of sacrifice and being unjustly persecuted mm-hmm. and, and, and allow and embracing <laughs> that unjust persecution. So for him to say, you know, that God obviously wasn't listening. Well, perhaps if you're talking about a God that gives comfort, but the Christian God, the Judeo Christian God that we believe in believes in sacrifice, believes in giving your life for the life of others. And, and, and prophesies that people who follow Christ will be hated by the world and will be uh, persecuted. So there's that. So in, in that vein, uh, you're being kind of an idiot, Will. But then, then on top of that, then on top of that, why, why do you care if people are giving their prayers, their, their quote unquote air quotes here, mm-hmm. good energy 
to these people. You don't believe they're anything more than space dust that's interacting with other space dust. Time plus chance. That's evolved. Yeah, it's time plus chance. So who cares if people want to give that to each other? Yeah. Yeah, their they're worldviews just not playing out. Right? And then on top not of it. Not playing out properly. And then on top of it, Will Wheaton, you were Wesley Crusher on Star Trek mm. The Next Generation. You were the Mary Sue. You were you were so hopeful. Hits close to home for Josh. And obviously. I just I it, yeah, it bothers me. Will it Wheaton, bothers me. Will Wheaton was an idol for Josh growing up. I wouldn't <clears> say <throat> he was an idol, but <laughs> All right. Bad choice of words. I I connected. He admired his character and sure. longed to demonstrate qualities <laughs> <laughs> that he possessed in that yes. show. Yes. <laughs> yes, good. Oh man, where are we at? <clears throat> All right. Um not a lot in movies wise. Oh, that's not true. I kind of want to talk Thor, but you haven't seen it. So I don't really care because, you know, we have the spoiler button for people, but I don't want to talk Thor until you've seen Thor. Thor is awesome. Okay. Watch it so we can talk about it. Okay. It's very like 80s, like kind of buddy copy. Right. Got like a 90th. And I, okay, I hate Rotten Tomatoes. I like almost never care what mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes has to say. Mm-hmm. But so it's the third movie in the Thor line. Got like a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is impressive by like their standards, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that kind of gives you an idea. Um, generally, when Rotten Tomatoes like scores good, it's, it's good, you know, right? Sure. It's like, when they score bad that you're not really yeah, sure. Come about. on, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. You just mean spirited people. Um, right. So watch Thor. That's all I'll say on that. No spoilers here because I don't want to spoil it for Josh. Um, yeah. But it's awesome. Yeah, I, I want I want to watch it. Um, did you see the thing about Ryan Johnson and Star Wars? There's that not a lot he's of making news on a it. new trilogy. They basically, yeah. So they basically liked working with Ryan Johnson on Episode Eight so much that they're like giving him the reins to a whole new trilogy. Separate from the Skywalker saga. Oh, so it's so it's not going to be connected to All Skywalker. New characters, new adventures, new stories. Huh. So that's interesting, and that's interesting. Like they got big vision for like Star Wars, well, right? He must have had big vision. Yeah, you know, in that project, he must have been like, I want to do this and this and this and that. Yeah, so that's cool. Obviously, I'm really excited about it. Um, do you know if it's all new characters, or is there going to be? There's new- not. There hasn't been a lot. On it, I mean, it's news like just broke yesterday or something—an announcement right. that he made. Um, right. But I think that that's what I saw. Like, it's a it's a completely like separate thing from the Skywalker world that's been developed for the past hmm. whatever forty years. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. So, really exciting. Good for I'm, him. I'm always down for more Star Wars. <clears throat> um, let's see, music. We don't have any cool music bits for you guys, but um. Chris Brown and R. Kelly made a bad, bad judgment call in releasing. <laughs> I don't know if it's a single. It's. I mean, it's a studio's call, right? I mean, I guess stuff is made really quickly now these days, but... Yeah, but in a really... Um, Maybe they've been working on this for a long time. In a really hot time, no pun intended, they came out with a song called Juicy Booty. Juicy Booty. Where it's booty. all about, you know... Juicy Booty. I mean, the title says it all. It's all about getting it on. It's and... not even a cool song, so I don't want to play it. But <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's bad taste, but it's bad not taste. new bad taste. And this no, is, it's not new. This but is where we go back to that. It's just during this is... a time where it's like, do I really want to release? 
release something like this right now. Yeah, like, but I mean, the, both of those two have have been all long histories with right. problems with women, domestic. It, it abuse sort of problems it sort of asks violence. sort of begs the question if if you know that problem. Well, I just wonder if there's going to be some sort of crossover because movies right now is the is the hot button, but music that's like it's common in music to be that way. Oh it's yeah, like understood. Well, especially and in that sports, genre. sports as well. So it's like I wonder if there's going to be wait to be what way in sports? Uh, there's allegations all the time in sports. Oh yeah, like athletes athletes get in trouble. Yeah, just living the life, you know. Right. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's always. Yeah, it's always been in, in music in that particular genre, too, you know. And and, and and I would point out that there there's female vocals in that yeah, in that song. She even says where she talks about getting remember, juicy booty as well. I don't even remember her name, but like she says the most explicit lines in it. Right. So it's like So we're not necessarily being it's not just them in bad taste. It's like it's partner, just kind of a bad taste song. Yeah, no, it's yeah. But but that is a good example of how you have how you have something that is just kind of lame and poor taste in general. But it's being targeted like people are like bothered by it as if it's new. The it's not new. They've always been that way. Dude, the crosshairs for this sexual hot button right now uh-huh. are big. Yeah, and far-reaching. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like when somebody gets the super weapon in Super Smash Brothers and you just can't avoid it. Yeah, man, totally. I don't know if anybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> totally. But. And some of those things were broken, but anyways. Yeah. Um, we can break. We can break. Uh, sure. Should we do our, our new segment or should we do trivia? I don't know. Let's when do are, a new segment. Uh, we should, when are we, we going to? I told him between six and seven. Yeah, and yeah, totally. Shoot. What is let's, that? Geo on the street? What let's are we do doing it. it. All right. We're, all right. So <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, we have a person who attends our church here at Aletheia. His name is Giovanni Austin Vasquez. Great, great little dude. <laughs> um, uh, and he's always he's always good for a, a good point of view. Uh, and we want to introduce a new segment tonight on episode five because it's, you know, a big celebration episode. Um, I don't know what we're calling it. Gio on the streets, if we can't think of anything better. G- <laughs> <laughs> I had an idea. I don't know if it's okay. I, to... <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't even remember it, but I know... But I know you knew exactly. What I was My idea was geography, but <laughs> geography. You would understand if you but, had enough conversation. So we're gonna ask Geo, what is hot and trending on the streets right now? What people might be saying about a particular subject, and then we just want to know what the latest slang is because he always comes to the table with some new word. Right, Giovanni, are Hello? you there? What's up? What's up, dude? Say hi. Hello. All right, Gio. Hey, you're live. We, you're live on Facebook right now, Gio. You're live on Facebook. Your voice is live on Facebook, and uh, <laughs> you <laughs> and you'll be able to hear yourself if you ever listen to this episode at a later date. But before we start, this is what's up. This is a hard PG, okay, Gio? Hard PG. A hard PG. I would say PG thirteen, but any more PG thirteen is good for a few f bombs. And we know that that's where you'll go, sir. It's just a hard PG. All right. Sorry, man. I'll keep it child-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You'll have to explain us to us at the end. With, you say child-friendly? Child-friendly. Oh, you said child-friendly. Yes. Okay. I thought you said something that I just couldn't jive with. Um, all right. <laughs> so I guess, like I said, I sent you a message, Gio, but I basically just got two different questions for you. The first being, I guess a general question is like, 
Is there something in the news right now that like people in your circle or people are at school, like this kind of floating around, you know, like the general like atmosphere of, of people your age? Like what's Mood? like, what are they talking about? News. I said news. Oh, okay, okay. Like you, so you, I'm sure you know, Gio. Like, there's all this stuff with different actors and movie producers with their sexual assault things. Like, so that's a big news topic right now. Or, um, shoot, I don't know, Tyrese. I don't know if you know about Tyrese, Gio, but he's kind of like maybe having a mental breakdown, or just anything. Like, is there something like that that's being talked about a lot? Like in oh, high school, could, could you believe that? Or you know, did you hear about this? Just kind of want to get a, a finger on the pulse of of you know. The younger people. Well, um, I guess I'm gonna be honest with you, but uh, never in my school do I hear about people talking about stuff like this. It's um, it's usually un, like unimportant news and stuff, you know. So like what? Oh, Trump said something so offensive. I'm sad about it, but they don't talk about real things like these sexual assault charges and claims against the, you know, Kevin. Spacey. Whatever that producer's name is, and like that—that's not really being talked about. But people will talk about like, you know, big stuff. People will be like, "Oh, North Korea is trying to go to war with America." You know, like the kind of burnt-out stuff that everyone knows about, mm-hmm. but no one's trying to get into any like new news. You know? Okay. All so, right. so what? So what are they talking about? Like on the daily? Yeah. Like, what's a daily like? What's a daily thing? Um. I don't know. I guess like people, people aren't really willing to talk about stuff like that. They feel like they might hurt someone's feelings. That's, that's, that's where we are. That's relevant. I mean, yeah. So people, yeah, people like. So you think people are are afraid to like, do you think people are afraid to develop an opinion about stuff like this? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So they won't really like talk about it. People are unwilling to be on one side. So Mm. they won't make like a, a claim, you know? So how when they talk about it, like how do how do you notice like people talking about things like this? Like, um, like uh, I'll give you a little role play, I guess. Like, oh man, did you hear about you know Kevin Spacey? He sexually assaulted this fourteen-year-old boy. Like that's crazy, man. So how would someone respond to that? Yeah, that's crazy, dude. And like they don't say their thoughts or like how does it play out? Well, usually they'll like they'll hit you with statements like, "Oh yeah, man, that sucks," but uh, I don't know the whole situation. So they'll like mm. they'll they'll make they won't make a definitive statement about it. You know, they'll say something and then just add an "I don't know" to the end. So it's like mm. you know, if they're wrong, there's no there's no harm for them. Yeah, I got you. That's, That's what I was saying. That's the I'm telling you. Twenty years from now, it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. No, that's interesting. And you're right, dude. People do walk around with their sensitive buttons on. One yep. waiting to be pressed. Um, Josh, did you have a question for him? Uh, I just want to. Uh, what's what's the next question you had? Because I, I it's just about the slang. Yeah, that's what I want to. All right, Gio. So you know how you come to the church <laughs> a couple times a week, you know, maybe less, but you come. You're always good for some some new word, and we have to be like, say what? What did you just say? What does that mean? And it is yeah. sometimes it's a shortened version of a word that already exists. Right. Sometimes it's a word that just doesn't make sense for you to be saying about it. Uh, so I'll give people, I'll give people listening an example. So if someone's being salty. That means they're like, they have like an attitude, right? Gio? If they're being salty, I don't know if this is like super appropriate or anything, but it, it like, it means basically that they're being butthurt, you know? 
butt hurt. That's fine. That's fine to say. I mean, sure. They're like they're like they're being kind of like uptight about stuff, and they. Oh, weird! Like, I always thought it was just like you, you're coming. You're you have an attitude, a bad attitude right now. You're being salty, but it means you're being you're you're being butt hurt about something. Yeah. Interesting. Like, you know, people people like if, if you do something wrong, you know, and then it like. Like not you do something like if someone wrongs you, then you feel salty. You know, you, you feel kind of like you feel salty. <laughs> yeah, you just like you feel it, man. I don't know. So salty is an emotion. I guess it's like a mood. You know, it's like annoyed. But yeah. All right. All right. So salty was the example. So. What's like, the latest? What's like the latest trending thing? And come on, like I had these things when I was in high school too, and I'm guilty of you know partaking in the stupid language. But so what's the latest? Uh, the latest would probably be moves. People, people uh, like to say, what's the move? You know, like, what's, what are we doing next? What's the move? Um, what's the move? Yeah, no, it makes like, sense. People like go on Snapchat and they be like, yo, someone, someone come pick me up. I'm trying to be on moves. Like people are trying to go do stuff. Now. I'm trying to be on move. That's right. a good one. On move. That's a good one. All right. So for everyone listening, I'm trying to be on move. I'm trying to go do something. I'm trying to like not be at my house right. Like if right now, Gio, yeah, you're you want to be salty. You're at you're at your house right now, right, Gio? Yeah. You trying to be on the move right now? <laughs> yeah, I'll put on the move. Hey, all right, cool. That's awesome. Josh, you have anything else? No, dude. Thanks. All right, Gio. This might be a reoccurring thing. All right. Let's you're go. you're you're our man on the ground. You're our man in the field. That's right. <laughs> All right, dude. Thank you. All right, Bye. So you heard it right there, dude. Geo in the streets. Yep. <laughs> if you're trying to do something uh, this weekend, um, <clears throat> trying to be on, on the move. That's right. Hit us up. That's right. <laughs> cool. So Geo says people are afraid to take not, I guess, afraid to take a stance. That's don't want to take a stance. That's what I was saying. Because they don't want to offend, so they just won't speak honestly about things. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And trying to be on move. <laughs> so that was Gio on the streets That's right, right there. All right. So it's 7:20. Let's get into our little trivia. Okay. All right. So for those of you that uh, listened to last episode, I guess it was, Josh was the is now the two-time reigning champ. Two-time of, you know, our little trivia game which we used to break up the monotony of um, you know, talking about whatever's trending news. So because of that, Josh won himself a little soundbite that he uh, gets to use at will. And let me just paint a picture here. I'm actually record, uh, um, running the booth running the booth here. So when Josh wants to use the soundbite that he won, he has to tell me to press it. And that is really demasculating in a sense. <laughs> hey, press that button that, that, that'll give you this sound. Finger licking. Finger licking. Finger licking good. <laughs> So he has to tell me to press that. Finger licking, finger licking, finger licking, good. <laughs> Anyways. I love it. So trivia this week is the category is fall TV because uh-huh. obvious reasons. So without further ado, uh, you want to go first? Sure. Oh, crap. Did you put yours right beneath mine? No. Okay, 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 okay. I have a completely it's highlight, different... It's highlighted right now. Were I have you, a completely hey, different document. Were you dabbling? <laughs> I was not. Okay. I was not. All right, being honest, right? Of course. All right, so Josh, you can go first. Okay, so for Fall TV, 
This series is ironically followed by Lucifer on Fox. This series is ironically followed by Lucifer on Fox. <clears throat> so it has to do with God something or angel something. Um, oh, is it the show with Kristen Bell? I'm not telling you. No hints? No, it's not the show with Kristen Bell. All right. That was my only guess. It's that show where like she's in heaven or something. I know what you're talking about, and that would have been good. It's a lot it's a, a lot more surreptuous of an ironic. You ready for it? Oh fox Alright, go. It's the gifted. Now the reason why it's ironic is because Is the gifted the X Men one? Uh huh. Mm. The Gifted is a Marvel show. And Lucifer oh. is a DC show. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Man, that was like a that was like a double whammy of that was like, a hard one <laughs> of trivia. Dude. That was like a layered riddle. I didn't craft it. <laughs> I did not craft that myself. That was a layered riddle. It's something right there. I would craft, That's but it's... yes. Well, good job, Josh. <clears throat> I'm sure I'm gonna get this one wrong. So, this show chronicles the early career and struggles, the early career and struggles of the now semi-famous comedian. Of the now semi-famous comedian. If I said his name, it would be a giveaway probably for the show. That's why I didn't include his name. Oh, okay. So I'll say it again. This okay. show chronicles the early career and struggles of the now semi-famous comedian. Oh, man. That is so... I have no idea. Young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> Crashing. Oh, yeah. But that's not fall TV. That's, that's yeah, old. Is. That came out like last year. Season is f no okay all right okay just because it came out last year all right all right I see what, I see what game you're playing that's fine so did you think only 2017 yes uh, so now you have a clue because all my stuff is 2017 related it's fine though it's fine we're one for one for so for your clue my stuff goes back okay <laughs> like I'd say at most my <laughs> stuff goes back 20 years so really what we're talking about is just TV. Fall That's, TV stuff right. that aired in the fall and had a reoccurring okay. season Here every we go. fall. Here we go. All right, this was a dumb one. Is this he's, me or you? Me. He's let me. He's okay. led his his people and defeated many oppressive peoples in this show's eight year journey. I guess it would have been your turn because I just went. Anyways, if I said his name, it'd be a giveaway. So eight year journey is your clue. Right. Totally. Current right. show. A current show. I just gave you a big hint. What, what would it be? The Walking Dead. Yes. Good job. I mean, I'm thinking I, it could have been, it could have been uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. It could have been Lost. It could, I mean, Lost was a six year show, but so. All right, hit me. Okay. <clears throat> Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd has prominently TV worked show with both main actors in this Fox comedy. And it's a it's a new show. Unfortunately, Paul yes. Rudd. <laughs> Okay, say it again. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd has prominently worked with both main actors in this Fox comedy. Prominently worked in this Fox comedy. Man, the Fox questions. Maybe I should watch more Fox TV. They do a lot of shows because they always cancel good ones. Yeah, that's true. Fox is brutal. Yeah. Paul Rudd has, prominent, has worked 
prominently with these two actors in this Fox comedy. Did you say comedy? Paul Rudd has prominently worked with both main actors in this. Wait, has worked prominently. Basically, he's worked with both of the actors in this comedy. Not that he is in that comedy. Prominently meaning many times he's worked with them? No, just notable roles. Oh. Man, any movie I'm thinking with Paul Rudd. I don't know that they're in a show right now. Man, I suck at this. I thought I was better. <laughs> I don't know. It is a show called Ghosted. Oh, it's Adam Scott and mm-hmm. Craig. Craig Robinson. Mm-hmm. I even watched the pilot of that show. It's mm-hmm. a weird one. It was a weird one. Um, Sam Crow stands for what? Sam Crow stands for... Oh man, it's like I mean we all we all know this is a Sons of Anarchy thing. Sure is. I can't remember. It's what? it's I can't. Okay, uh, this is my all. I think this is my all time favorite. Show. Really? Yeah. Sam Crow. I've said it. Sons of Anarchy Motorcycle Club Red Oak. <laughs> Wait, that's right. That's it. Red Red Red. red. Red, is that red? Oh, red original, red red original. Ah! Yes, yes, I got it. Good one. Yes, I was impressed. Sons of Anarchy Motorcycle Club, Redwood Original. Yes, man, I was about to buzz you too. I know. <laughs> red Oak. I wanted you to stick with Red Oak. <laughs> Just so I, I was digging deep. All right, hit me. This new show, obviously is a remake of a show from the 80s. Though its name is coincidentally a phonic description of the feelings evoked by the show, it is merely coincidental. Your questions are so (laughs) hard. So it's a new show where the name evokes something phonically about the old show that was set in the 80s. I think we might have lost our thing, but... We're live. I still see us. Okay. Um... One more time. This show. (laughs) This new show is a remake of an old show in the 80s. And though its name is coincidentally a phonic description of the feelings evoked by that show, it's merely coincidental. I'll give you a hint. Okay? Because it is. It's worded hard. Um, So is the show title a sound? It has... Yes and no. <clears throat> it's coincidental. Okay. So, um, uh, it's on the CW. I don't know. It's a remake of a show called Dynasty. I never even heard of it. They always made fun of it because, really? Mm. In the 80s, there was a show called Dynasty, and they've remade it, and they always made fun of it because it sounded like Die Nasty, and that's really what the show was. It was like people were being... It was like a horror show? No. It was like people were just mean to each other. Oh, weird. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, this is going to be a, a random one. Okay, here, here we go. go. <clears throat> Ed Asner. Okay. Kat Dennings. Zach Efron. Danny Glover. Susan Sarandon. And what? Chris Pine all have this in common. Birthdays? It's about fall TV. Oh. 
come on. <laughs> no offense to these lovely actors, but who gives a rip if they shared the same birthday? Not right. us. It's not, it's not connected. Are you going to buzz me on that or let me think about Alex it? Alex Trebek would have laughed you ah, off Jeopardy. So they were all in Jeopardy? No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm just saying. He would have, he would have like drooled in stupidity at that yeah. answer. <laughs> Uh, you know, you have those moments. Okay, read it again. It, you really want me to read it again? Yeah, Ed Asner. Okay, okay. Ed Asner, Kat Dennings, Zach Efron, Danny Glovers, Susan Sarandon, and Chris Pine all have this in common, meaning they were on this show. Right, they were all on Law & Order. No. ER. Law & Order was a great guest. Fam- famous guest stars um, <clears throat> on ER. Kat Dennings. Yeah, we are. She must have been, been young. Same yeah. with Zac Efron. Right. Same with Zac Efron. Right. Yeah. Chris Pine even is probably really young. Hmm. All right. Fifth question. So I, you're, I think you've already won the game. Yeah, it seems, but let's, seems so. Let's play it out. Let's play it out. Okay. <clears throat> well, I have two questions available here. Which one would you like? The harder one or the less hard one? You have two. You did six questions. I always make sure to have an extra question. Yeah, you would. I do. <laughs> Fun fact, this thing says 52 people reached Nice on the live video. What does that mean? 52 people have at least seen that we're live? I think so. Is that what that means? Um, which one do I want? The hard one or the easy one? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever one you want to give, I don't care. Go. All right. In the show, Will and Grace, mm. which just came back, right? Mm, okay. Why did John Barrowman get turned down for the role of Will. Who's John Barrowman? John Barrowman. He got turned down from the role of Will. I don't know who John Barrowman is. Oh. Is he an actor? Yeah. What was he in? He was in and is in. So he's currently in the Arrowverse. Sorry, guys. My uh, kid just walked into... Are, He's in the Arrowverse. Um, Why did he get town for Will? Because he wasn't sassy enough? Pretty close. Because he didn't play gay good. Pretty close, yeah. Yep, you're right. Really? Now, now here's the ironic part. Here's the ironic part. John Barrowman is actually a homosexual. Oh, weird. But Eric McCormick, who picked up Will, is actually straight. Oh, weird. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is interesting. Kind of insulting if you're John Barrowman. <laughs> I am gay. Yeah. Yeah. What was your easy or maybe your harder question? My easy question, that was my hard question. My easy question was the mother in this new show is an alum of what failed Yahoo original show. <laughs> that was hard for me. Really? <laughs> what was the answer? Uh, so the show is called The Mayor. The mom is Yvette Nicole Brown, and she was in Community. Ah, cool. What's the final score on this? So let's... I, oh, you want my final question? Sure. <clears throat> this polarizing TV show held the mantle for most expensive pilot episode until Scorsese's Boardwalk Empire stole the accolade. Plot. Uh, uh, lost. Yep. Lost. I said plot. Plot. <laughs> lost. All right, so you got Lost... Sons, Walking Dead. So you got three right out of five, and I got precisely zero, maybe one if you give me the not gay enough one. <laughs> yes, maybe. All right. So 
So we're going to give you until later. We'll give you until the end of the show to, to give us suggestions. If not, this is what Adam is going to read. Or this is what Adam is going to say. He's going to say, good day to you, sir. I say good day. That's a good one. Like that. That's a good one. All right. So if you're watching, which I don't know how many people are, but if you're watching, suggestions. If not, that's the new soundbite. If not, I say good day. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, moving on. What else do we got in the world of news? Oh, this is cool. Um, first of all, mm-hmm. you want to review Stranger Things? You're probably done. I'm I guessing. am done. I'm not. I binged it. You did? Like on, how on my on after my... Halloween? How how much did you get done? Well, I I had the opportunity to go on vacation with my wife for our ninth anniversary, and during that time, we binged the last six episodes of Stranger Things and promptly followed that with Law and Order. So, Correct. And you do your best because I haven't finished it. Okay. But uh, Stranger Things review. Go. Um, it was not as magical as the first season. I heard that. But it was completely worthwhile. I heard that it was. If you. It was never going to be. If you watch them back to back, you know, if you just watch them back to back, it would feel as if it was a organic continuation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and it was great. I was satisfied and I'm ready for more. I don't so know how much more. more I can. So there will be more. I, I'm, I mean, if, if what you mean is, do they the set The doors open for more? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd say the doors open, but the universe is, there's questions the universe, to be answered. They've laid the groundwork for bigger things. There's questions to be answered. I'm guessing whether it be with the kids or not. Uh, from what I hear, it is going to be with the kids and they're going to time jump. Hmm. They're gonna like make them older. Oh, weird. That's sad. Well, you kind of have to do it. Yeah, you can only stick with the kids for so long, you know. Uh, Unless yeah. you're Daniel Radcliffe, in which we got <laughs> all glorious adolescent years of Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> yeah, I no, I. You're a wizard. I absolutely loved it. I loved the new character of Max, um, the guy who played. Max is the girl. Yeah, mm. the guy who played the Red Ranger in the new Power Rangers movie, Dockra, Dockra. Oh, uh, the brother, Dockra. He was hateable Dockra in that Montgomery. first couple episodes. I haven't finished it, but yeah, he's he's a, an interesting character. I'm interested to see what they do with that later on. Um, but yeah, I think you see growth. I think you see growth in the main characters. I really liked. Um, actually, I really liked all of the characters. The worst character in my mind. For this season was um, Mike. Honestly, yeah, I saw an article Finn that Wolfhard. he was getting a lot of backlash. But uh, but uh, like people were like hating his character and like he was personally like Joffrey, right. you know, which the is actor that played Joffrey. which is ridiculous. Yeah, silly. The the reason why they're hating his character is because his character has a hard time adjusting to Max being there. Yeah, post eleven, and that's that's what it is, post eleven, right? Mm-hmm. But that's normal. Like yeah. I remember being in junior high, and like you're, that's normal behavior for yeah. a kid, and like healthy to express it, you know? Right, like, especially as you're developing your social cluster is what they call them. Mm-hmm. You're developing your social cluster, and somebody comes into the group, especially if the person who's not in the group is somebody that you miss, and there's trauma, and and you had a crush on her, and all this sort of stuff. So it's like people are hating. On him because they like Max, mm. and that's not really fair. Yeah, but in terms of his character, there wasn't a lot of character development. He sort of, oh really? In my mind, he sort of sat in limbo. In but everyone else, everybody like else, grew and like you got really to see, kn- get you to really see uh, Dustin and Steve grow, um, and um, 
Will, Will his yeah. character got a lot more What attention. about the mom and the sheriff? Yeah, I mean, I think I, there's, she, she's, yeah. She's the worst. But she's authentic. Yeah. That's the thing. It, I, I completely. It makes sense. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Man, she's just, uh, yeah, she's tough to watch on screen. Right. She's annoying. Always freak out. But speaking of uh, Max, or at least the actress who played it, um, so there's that that news clip that broke uh, about yep. her having a kissing scene with a kid. Right. Um, oh, Sadie, you ready for the kiss? I'm like, what? No, no, that's not in the script. That's not happening. And so the whole day I was like stressed out. You know, I was like, oh my God, wait, am I going to have to? Wow, is it that bad? So that was the actress, Sadie something or other, yeah. um, basically talking. They were, they were sitting around at a round table like the, the Duffer brothers. Mm-hmm. Duffer brothers and like, During D- the after Dustin show. and Steve. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, did you watch any of that? What, I watched. What's it called? Uh, after Stranger it's Things. It's called or? After Stranger Things. Yeah, it's like talking yeah. to. Um, it's cool. They have stuff like that. Except on for it's it's at your like at the very beginning of the show, it is the guy from Community, the principal from Community. I can't remember his name, but he starts off by telling you that if you're watching this episode after episode one, you've got it wrong. You have to watch the entire series oh. and then start watching it. It's just really interesting, not to sidetrack, but it's really interesting and cool that like Netflix is even do- doing those kinds of things right, right. now. Like, right, man, it's crazy time. Well, it's a way to it's a way to farm content from an yeah. IP that's existent. So, um, yeah. So she's basically talking about how she was pressured into doing this scene, and grant, like, mind you, she's a child actress, right? Mm-hmm. Pressured into doing this kissing scene, and like it was her first kiss or something like that. It wasn't in the script. Um, do you think it's as big a deal maybe as some people would think? No. No. I don't. I think people are being ridiculous about it. I think that that's the industry and part of the industry. Um, <clears throat> so I don't think that it represents people in poor taste in positions of power doing something inappropriate. I think that... It's it, just, again, the crosshairs of this bigger arcing yeah. thing. Like, so anything related to well, and that if you watch, in this industry is going to come in and if you watch her talk about it she's clearly not afraid to talk about it mm-hmm. and she you know and they had uh, staff and crew and her mom and all these people right and that's the thing, people, issue like, with people it. aren't really thinking about she, how, how many people had to sign off on this before like right she's know. not she's not afraid to talk about it she and, and what I hope is that she doesn't get sucked into to it and then it turns into something bigger in her head. That's mm-hmm. one of those things yeah. that you have to be like really careful about. Like a narrative is like forced onto her or Right. That's something you really have to be careful about when you're talking with impressionable youth. It's something we talked about when, when I was uh, in foster care. Or not in foster care, but when I was um, a foster parent, we talked about that. Um, not, not creating narratives for people, but allowing them to form their own. Um, it's something they deal with in like... Um, like special victims type mm. stuff, but yeah. So I, I really hope that she's strong enough to not let that inform that. But she's not afraid to talk about it, and she was laughing about it. it was and funny watching, yeah, I don't know whoever plays Steve. He's like kind of blushing about it and stuff, and he's like just being a kid. Yeah, it's funny. But so people, yeah. I mean, like I said, those crosshairs of this big arcing thing. <clears throat> Again, um, why do they care? That's mm-hmm. I'm back to. The- back to that it's a couple big things on the, in the comic book mm. or at least the comic world in general whether it be mm-hmm. uh yeah whatever um so fox potentially selling to disney yeah which of course means 
X-Men, Fantastic uh-huh. Four, Deadpool, like anything mm-hmm. could potentially be back in, 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 in the big boss's yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Been a long time coming. And it's not just, it's not Fox. It's uh, 20th Century Fox. So it's the studio. Right. It's the right, movie right, right, studio. Right. 20th Century Fox. Um, it's interesting. And I saw like a, an Instagram post by like Ryan Reynolds responding to it. He's like, I don't even know what this means for Deadpool. Right. Because Deadpool is so out of the realm of... And so R-rated. Like, so to think about it being in the hands of Disney, like, Disney doesn't really... Yeah. Well, I will say in Thor Ragnarok, there's kind of a lot of cussing that's dropped in that. The thing is, you know, Disney could create an arm. I mean, look at movies like Kids. I think Kids was, like, rated R or not or higher, I think. That was put out by Miramax, mm-hmm. and Miramax was owned by Disney. Hmm. So... It's like what they could do is they could create an arm where they borrow the character from time to time, you know, but then it still exists in its own gritty reality. I don't, you know, I don't know. Do I think they're going to have Deadpool walking around Disneyland? No. This could be really <laughs> big because obviously after Infinity War, we're expecting to see a huge a relaunch of everything. Like, you know, we're ex- I am and you are expecting to see mm-hmm. Iron Man and Cap to be out of the picture, right. potentially with Spider-Man being the face. So that could mean like now you got the X Men coming in and like mm-hmm. that's that's the future going forward there with Fantastic Four. Uh, hopefully, we'll, maybe we'll get a good movie with that at some time in the future. And yeah, I, this I is would, really interesting. Like, I would this think could be part of Phase Five or whatever. I would think you would see all of those characters again, but played by different actors and mm-hmm. a reboot of the entire continuity. Right. So as it really should be. Yeah, it's exciting. I always hated the <coughs> political interruption of you know studios getting in the way of these Mm -hmm. awesome things you know but uh on the other side of the pond brian michael bendez shipped off i saw that so brian michael bendez has been marvel's like golden boy for Mm -hmm. a decade he's the reason that sam probably he's the reason that uh sam jackson looks like nick fury and nick fury looks like sam jackson right that was written by those weren't uh bendez you're talking about the ultimate oh is that miller mark Millar and Steve McNiven did the Ultimates. Oh, Ultimates. Okay, yeah, yeah, Sam yeah. Jackson is literally based off of the Ultimates. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and they yeah, even yeah. say it in the comic book. Like, yeah. oh, Sam Jackson would play me. Um, anyways, so Brian Michael Bendis signed a long-term deal or something with right. DC Comics. So Out of I'm, nowhere. Out of Yeah, out yeah. of completely nowhere. So I think he's finishing up whatever you know current story arcs he's got, and he's got a lot. Like right. He's, yeah, he's got a lot right now in Marvel Comics. Like... Um, He's doing a Spider-Man. He's doing um, like a Guardian. He's a Portland he's... boy, right? Yeah, I think he's local. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. Um, but the reason why it's it's big and, you know, DC peeps should should feel concerned is because Brian Michael Bendis is also responsible for mm-hmm. flipping a lot of big Marvel characters uh, on their heads. So now you have, for example, a woman Iron Man. You have... Um, you know, gay characters that weren't formally, you know, like all this stuff that, you know, like the political correctness of today, you know, like Brian Michael Bendis has ushered Marvel into today's, you know, comic books. Right. And so I have, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, yeah I'm interested to see what, and it's an exclusivity deal too. So it's like, meaning he can't go, he's in. not doing anything else but DC. 
but DC also has maybe they're maybe they've got them eyed for you know their young Spider Man being black obviously was Brian Michael you know with right. Miles Morales um, right. bringing that character in which he's a cool character don't get me wrong like but he's notorious for like helping to usher in you know right those things so. right so maybe they have him eyed for one of their imprints I was joking with Josh. Or at least I made a joke directed at Josh. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really respond to it, but yeah, Bat- Batman will now be a transgender woman or something. Right. Hopefully not. No, that's not going to happen. Ever. I don't think so. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Yep. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's crazy. B- Bendis and uh, Fox. Um, we're at an hour and like. 20 minutes right now but what was the deal with the wonder woman film that's coming out or it's it's a film based on uh the the creator right of wonder woman like it's a film based on him and his wife and like how they created that right. character together right. Mas- marsterson or marston yeah. or something like that marston yeah marston. marston what was the deal with that i didn't really read too much into that did you <clears throat> do you remember much I mean, I remember it. It had something to do with I like the Wonder story. Woman's character being like rooted in like something with her sexuality or yeah. something. Well, the, they were specifically like studying like sexuality as psychologists right. and stuff like that. Right. So I don't remember too the much character. About it. The character is rooted in sadomasochism, like BDSM. Mm, mm. Like her lasso, for instance. Really, that's why she has a lasso. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if you fun fact, tell Brittany to bring that to the freaking table. <laughs> um, My wife likes Wonder Woman. If you listen to wait, just to clear the air, I'm not saying tell Brittany to bring that to the table <laughs> in terms of our personal relationship. That could have been misused. What Brittany likes Wonder Woman and is responsible for bringing fun facts about Wonder Woman to a comic book club that we have. You gotta hit that. Hit what? No. Please, no. No, no. I, was, I was thinking, thinking no. you're looking good. No. <laughs> I did not mean what you people might have thought I meant. And Brittany, no lassos. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, that, that is the history of the character. Yeah. You know, it is it is what it is. And it's an interesting timing. Yeah, because the other one woman in, like, is huge right, right now. And, and the, the, their production wasn't connected at all. So it just so happened that the timing worked so out weird. well. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, I wonder how, like, advertise this movie. Like, I wonder what, who their target audience is going to be, you know? Right. Like, it's not, it's probably not going to be, like, the normal comic book audience member. Well, I mean, the movie's already out. It's, oh, really? It's, yeah, I, I think it's that. more like an art house film. Oh. It's getting good reviews. Yeah, it's got, like, a couple big, I mean, relatively, right? Luke Evans, who was mm-hmm. Gascon mm-hmm. in the Beauty and the Beast movie. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and the timing, like you said, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, there's a something going on with Tyrese. But, <laughs> I mean, that just feels like gossip if we talk about it. Yeah. And it's sad because, like... Not necessarily relevant. Yeah, it's not relevant. And the guy, like, could very well, like, have, like, mental health problems, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... Oh! The... We're going to end on a positive note because I just saw it. So, positive note. We got all this sexuality crap. We got, uh, and I'm not being insensitive. It's just I'm tired of reading about all the terrible people. But got Brian Michael Bendis going to DC. Right. Shootings and all this 
News is always bad, but Denzel Washington. <laughs> I knew I knew I liked Denzel Washington for a reason. So Denzel Washington said he's given up drinking to focus on the gospel. Very short article. Denzel Washington was recently doing an interview with about his new movie, Roman Israel. When a conversation with a Christian Post reporter suddenly turned to his faith uh, and trying to reach millennials, the 62-year-old actor explained that he's made changes in his own life and wants to reach more young people with the gospel. He says, my mother said to me when I was 59, she said, Denzel, you do a lot of good. You have to do good the right way, and you know what I'm talking about. I don't drink anymore. I don't do any of those things. I'm all about the message. You have to be unafraid and unashamed to share it in the way your millennial generation knows how. Yeah. Plus one for the good guys. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah it's, and I, it, at 59 so is when his mom talked Three about years that. ago. It it makes you wonder, like, at what sort of personal state he was in that it took him that long for his mom to convince him of, yeah, you know, of that. But I mean, yeah, it's it's nice that he, I guess, is, for lack of a better way of putting it, on our side. Well, the way I, I mean, and I'm I'm just reading into this and interpreting it, but the way I interpret it is like his mom saying like. You do a lot of good. Like you use your platform uh-huh. as you know a high, highly respected member in that community, and I'm sure he's been involved in like lots of philanthropy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like at the end of the day, are you like sharing the message of Christ with people, and like how are you doing that, mm-hmm. and are you doing that at all? Like are you afraid to do that? And you know, and it's it's a really um, relevant thing for our church right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. But. Um, so that was really cool to read amidst a sea of bad news. It just came out of nowhere, and you're like, "F yeah, yeah, <laughs> Denzel." Yeah, I knew I liked Denzel Washington for a reason. <laughs> and dude, like I've seen it, I've seen glimpses of it too, like in speeches he's given, like at award right. shows and stuff. Like he like uh, you know gives give big big props to the big man or something, you know? Like, right. He has a he has at least a Christian consensus. At least, and so you're like. That's cool. I mean, it's a little bit, but I mean, it's more than we see anybody else give. And so, I mean, that's cool to hear about. You know, I don't know what he'll do with that and, you know, what sort of active, um, yeah, role he's playing in that. But it's good to hear. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what am I supposed to say? (laughs) You you don't have it in your notes. Is it? So it's to you I say good day. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. It is... uh, Good day to you, sir. I say good day. All right. So it has, you know, like that. Good day to yeah, you, yeah, sir. Yeah, I got it, I got it. Okay. Let me see if someone else wrote. I don't see anything. Geo. Oh, what has he got? <laughs> this is actually hilarious. <laughs> he says, apes alone, weak. Apes together, strong. You can, So you can see like Caesar. I right. think he's like going for that. Right. All right. You say it like Caesar. All right. I hope you're listening to this, Giovanni. You better be listening to this. All right. So this is your soundbite. I'm expecting you to like have me use this in an organic way in the future. You know, if I'm running the sound bites, I would I would use it. Maybe we'll add a double <clears throat> system here. Gia says he's listening. Apes alone, weak. Apes together, strong. I like I like I like that pat. There you go, Gio. Nice. Uh, thank you, and no thank you for making me say that. <laughs> so now that's out in the ether. Right. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. It's been fun. Hopefully there's more that we can, more fun stuff we can talk about next time and rather than horrible news about our favorite actors or something. Mm -hmm. It's been good. All right, guys. Uh, If you have anything you'd like us to talk about next time, you know the deal. Um, We got our WordPress at cult and we have our Twitter at culture insanity. We have Instagram. If you want to tag us in a picture or something, it's created, but whatever. Um, so yeah. Um, if you're interested in today's topic or just staying relevant, go ahead and check out our culture WordPress, or you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter, as I said. So yeah, we hunger for your ideas. Um, real we, quick, Josh. Yeah. We also have that help tab over at vigilance.blog. If you, are just, you know, looking to get in touch with your faith or you're completely new to Christ and the Bible, go check out the help tab and uh, maybe you'll understand a little bit more of what we're going on about. Mm-hmm. Cool. Until next time. Views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network.